0: Hey ladies, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited that you're joining us on this podcast where we encourage women and inspire them to fully walk in everything that they've been called to do. We believe that each person has been created with a specific purpose, and it is up to us to walk in it, to discover what it is, and to allow it to fully manifest in our lives. And so each week we have conversations that allow us to evolve and grow and to fully understand and embrace the purpose call on our lives. And so ladies, without further ado, let us get started. Hey ladies, I'm so excited about this week's episode. And if you are a new listener, hey sis, guess what? We're about to have a great conversation. I'm so excited to um, welcome Kendall Rankin to Boss Ladies Connect. I wanna tell you a little bit about her before we hop into this awesome conversation that we were able to have together. Kendall is a graduate of Georgia Tech with an industrial and systems engineering degree. During her time at Georgia Tech, she founded the Diamond Campaign, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to empower Black women to embrace their unique cut, which is their body image, their unique color, which is their personal brand, their unique carrot, which is self-worth, and their unique clarity, which is vision for the future. Y'all know I'm all about this vision for the future, (laughs) Since its inception, Kendall has led her team to impact over 1,500 Black women and girls across the United States through their signature mentoring program, events, and service opportunities. McKinsey and company selected the diamond campaign as one of 40 nonprofits across the globe to receive a financial contribution as a part of their 5 million commitment to empowering black communities come on sis she's out here doing the things and getting funding to do it. Y'all, I had an absolute great conversation with Kendall. I can't wait for us to jump into it. But before we get started, I absolutely have to give you a word from our sponsor, which happens to be the Thrive Hive Academy, because they are sponsoring the Becoming You conference. I'm so excited about it. And I am going to let you hear more about the conference, and then we'll jump into our conversation with Kendall. Hey, guys. So have you heard about the Confident and Purpose program? It is a 90 day program that is going to help you launch you into the more confident you, the version of you who understands who you are, understands what your purpose is, understands what your gifts are and are actively working to pursue those things. Y'all, I'm so excited about this program. If you are a woman of faith and you know that there is more for you, if you are ready to walk into your next, if you are tired of being on your nine to five, living an unfulfilled life or if you are tired of just pouring out and serving and investing in everyone else, but not investing in yourself, and you know that there is a call on your life, you know that there is something more that you absolutely should be doing, and you know that time is a ticking and you need to begin to execute those things and make those things a reality, but yet you find yourself having trouble um, making time for yourself and being consistent and even identifying what it is that you should be doing, girl, this is the program for you. We are going to spend 90, this program is gonna be 90 days and we're gonna walk you through the process of understanding those things so that you can courageously redefine your life, unlock your gifts, create a strategic goal completion plan, Give yourself permission to dream and execute those dreams. Y'all, it is so possible. In this space, we offer accountability. We offer community. Um, There'll be a digital workbook that will go along with that. And you'll get a spiritual and natural gift assessment. So you will be super clear on what you've been called to do, the areas that you've been called to show up in. Girl, you know what that means? That means clarity. That means direction. That means that you know when to say no and you know when to say yes girl. It makes your yeses easier and your noes a whole lot easier because you understand your purpose. You're living a life full of intentionality, which allows you to show up as your best self in every single area of your life. When you invest in you, it automatically benefits those around you. And so so many of us, we we want our kids to live their best life. We want our kids to do the best that they possibly can, but we haven't been that example for them. It starts with us. And so I'm so excited about this program. There is an application process, so you want to click the link in the show notes in order to apply for the program. Once you apply for the program, if your application is accepted, we will hop on a purpose strategy call and that call will serve as your second interview but you'll also will also get to know each other and you'll leave with a strategy that will help you get started on your purpose journey whether we decide to go forward with the program or not so pretty much it's a win-win type deal. (laughs) But I'm so excited to be able to offer this program. I know so many women who are ready to move into that next, who are ready to um, answer that call for more, but just aren't sure how to get started. And so I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait to get started on this journey and um, I'll see you soon. Hey everybody, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited about our next guest or our guest for this episode, Kendall. She is the founder of the Diamond Campaign and I am—I just recently met her and I'm so excited to, to talk more about this Diamond Campaign and even just to talk more about who she is and her journey. So Kendall, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Really happy to be here uh, and looking
1: forward to kind of sharing more about my story and, and also learning more about what everyone else has going on too. I know you've interviewed some great people. so.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love, I mean, one of the things I love about the podcast is that it, it really offers the ability for me to connect with so many awesome women. And it's just super inspiring to know that people are really out here doing the things that God has placed on their heart. And I'm like, I want to be a part of that number. I want. To- <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes to that. So, can you tell us a little bit about the Diamond Campaign and how it got started? Yeah, for sure. So, um, the Diamond Campaign—it's a
1: nonprofit organization that I actually founded as more of an initiative when I was in college, um, and our purpose now that we've transformed into like a 501c3 organization um, as of July 2018, um, our purpose is to empower Black women to embrace their unique cut, which is body image, color, which is personal brand, carrot, which is self-worth, and then clarity, which is vision for the future. So when you hear all of that, essentially what we're trying to do is build a community of black women who are confident enough in themselves that they're able to also uplift the women around them. So super excited and very passionate about it. Um, In terms of how it got started, I mentioned that I founded it as more of an initiative on my college campus now, I think like six years ago um, and when I was at Georgia Tech, I, well, well, kind of growing up in general, I'd always struggled with confidence and kind of like finding my voice and being comfortable in like the body that I was in. I struggled a lot with like body image issues and self-worth as a result. Um, and so when I got to college, thankfully, I was in a much better space um, this based off my high school experience. but in college, I went to Georgia Tech, which is um, an engineering school mainly, right? Like I think 70% of the students study some form of engineering. And you you know, everyone knows that black women's representation in the STEM fields is pretty small, right. <laughs> <slash> non-existent sometimes. <laughs> so, so for me being in a new environment, you know, I'm from Maryland. So I went down to Atlanta for school, new environment, didn't really know people and, and luckily was able to find, um, you know, a tribe of people to support me. But I still felt like in my classes and when I wasn't with my tribe on campus, That I really just felt like misplaced and I struggled a lot with imposter syndrome. I'm trying to figure out if I was good enough people would pick me to be in their group projects and when you start to unpack all the layers of like the way you see yourself and self-worth you realize that the confidence that you have or don't have manifests itself in all aspects of your life. So you know, if you're, if you're really confident, then you're probably, you know, going to have a great social life, a great love life, a great relationship with God. Like you're feeling confident in all areas, but if you're not as confident, then that, and, and if you're not as confident in one area of your life, that oftentimes transcends into other areas of your life. And that's when a lot of times you feel like, you know, everything that is coming towards you is like a personal attack, or you feel like you're working against so much, when in reality, it's like, let's get into a mindset shift and let's like look internally at what we need to work out inside because you probably have everything you need to succeed it's just a matter of getting in that right mindset so that's what the diamond campaign is hoping to do is you know make sure that we are empowering black women to just be the best versions of themselves that therefore we can like collectively help each other
0: that i wanted to say yo because i like, yo, yeah. that is so important because I think a lot of the things that we see on the surface or externally, we um, we misunderstand. And it really is about what's going on internally. Yeah. And then when you think of like how we form relationships and the things that happen and the different, you know, jealousy and um, backstabbing and all the different things that kind of happen in those female connections, it's really all um, coming from, us internally what what we're dealing with and I'm like man if I would have known that back in college how many other issues would I have eliminated in my life and so it makes me curious to ask you what was that aha moment for you like how how did you come to understand that okay there is something going on inside of me that I need to work out that is interfering or rolling over, I think you said, into these other areas. How did you figure that out? Yeah, no,
1: that's a great question, and I would, and truthfully, it happened, like, I was just having conversations with some of the women in my freshman room dorm, like, we were just talking about how we kind of all felt like we were struggling, and and actually, the conversation. Uh, started off as a conversation just around like guys and being on campus and all of that. And then like we we're talking a lot about double standards and like expectations of women versus men. And then from there, we kind of got back into the, because we all were at Georgia Tech, it, that conversation kind of led back to like how we just feel being Black women on campus. Um, and so that conversation that we had, it was like, you know, two, three hours it really sparked in me the you know the understanding that one a lot of women in my current environment and probably outside of my current environment of Georgia tech were experiencing similar things and having similar conversations and so with the background knowledge of me having experience with like confidence and stuff i'm like okay i feel like i based on this conversation i feel like i can do something about it and i've always kind of innately been someone who when I see a problem or something that I think needs to be addressed, I like to tackle it head on. <laughs> and so I think that's just part of my personality and like my like how I've just been my whole life, which is I'm thankful for, because I feel like a lot of times we don't know where to start. And I feel like when I started, I didn't know where to start, but I was someone who kind of dove in because I saw it was a big problem. and you know, from that conversation. And I remember that night I was just like, I came up with the name, the diamond campaign, not even sure how, but then I talked to my, my friend Lauren and she was like, you know, like diamonds have like characteristics, like, you know, carrot. And, and then she, we started saying how like, oh, like carrot could be like self-worth. And we were just like brainstorming. Um, and then the next uh, day I ended up feeling like so inspired by our conversation and like the pillars that we had broken out that I ended up sending a message to our Black student organization mailing list and just put out a a blind call to say, hey, if anyone wants to join our focus group to kind of explore these four areas for Black women on campus, sign up on this Google form. And within like eight hours, we had like 40 women that signed up and so, it was crazy because, I mean, at Georgia Tech, there aren't really that many Black women. So that was like a lot of Black women. like Everybody was,
0: all of them were on the. <laughs> right,
1: all, right, all 40 of them. So, we, <laughs> so for me, it, it, that that moment validated the fact that Black women on campus needed something like this, even though I didn't, hadn't fully fleshed it out. I think for me jumping in and saying, okay, let me get started and let me also lean on the experiences of people around me to form this into something that's relevant and important for people in my demographic right now.
0: I love that. I love that um, a couple of things that I heard you say is that you were aware, like, and I think sometimes- we're like, we're so unaware of what's happening. We're so busy. We're just doing stuff. We're never really taking time to really observe and just Mm -hmm. really be. And I think that is an important characteristic that kind of helps you start this where you were like, hey, you know, aware with yourself, aware even in conversations when other people were talking. And then that actual fact of taking action. Mm -hmm. And um, I just, I want to applaud you for that because it's, 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 it takes courage because a lot of us, we might be aware, right? We may see something, but then we sit on mm-hmm. it. We're like, not me. Like I, you know, not me. I'm, I'm, I'm going right. to pass on this one. Like I'm going to let Cecilia right. do it. You know? right. <laughs> She's the girl for it. And you actually, you know, took action and say, okay, well, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I know that something has to yeah. happen. And I, I love and that. And you know, something on that. that
1: too. I feel like a lot of us And a lot of people I know just always have these like great ideas that come to them and and they feel moved to act on it. But then they always kind of like psych themselves out and start to get into like analysis paralysis of like, you know, okay if I I have to make sure it's perfect before I start it before I launch it, before X, Y and Z, when in reality, like, no, like God or whoever you believe in did not call you to or did not give you this vision um, for you to just sit on it and like let it linger for a while because cause you know time kills all things. And so if you wait on it for too long and you don't just take that jump, then you may never know it's on the other side of it. And it could be, you know, it might not work, but it might turn into something really, really amazing. So just like betting on yourself and taking taking that uh, whatever's put down on you and like the, the vision that you have for your life and the purpose and action, taking action um, on that is super important.
0: Yeah, I think perfection was definitely one of my, um, like I'm now in hindsight, I know it was a fear mechanism, right? Mm-hmm. Because like we, we we put the pressure on ourselves to be perfect because we, we say like, I got to do it right. Mm-hmm. I want to show up really well, but really what it is is us worrying about what everybody else is going to think about it. Mm-hmm. And so that's how come we're like, it absolutely has to be this way because I don't want anyone else to say anything right. <laughs> like negative about it. And so just, just really understanding that it's a, it's a, um, it's a, my girlfriend says, it's a cousin of fear, perfection. Yeah. It's very closely related yes. to fear. And that's really what it centers around. So yes. I need to write that down. That's <laughs> perfection is a cousin of fear. Wow. It is. Yep. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, so since we're talking about you taking action and you stepping out and actually starting this initiative um what have been some of the challenges because it has gone from initiative well how long did that take to go from initiative to uh this business or organization that you have and then what kind of challenges did you encounter along the way that you didn't realize was going to come up
1: yeah it's been a learning journey to say the least um so in terms of, I'll do like time first and I'll talk about challenges at each phase. So the first phase was like the, like having it at Georgia Tech and I, I, I'll bring it into. too. So the first phase was that was at Georgia Tech. And so that was, I think I started it um, like October, 2018 or so or not, not, sorry, not uh, October 2014, so October 2014, so more than six years ago. Um, and then on campus, it was, you know, an organization, we had like an executive board, and we started a mentoring program with the high school there, we went on a service trip to Haiti, we did all of these different things. And we had something like called personality photo shoots, which I know we've talked about where we have women come and um, everyone wears a certain color or wears a certain shirt. And then we just have fun taking pictures and feeling good about ourselves and celebrating our bodies. Um, so we did a lot of different things. And I think that period of time was like, it was great because it allowed for me to flex my leadership and such. But I think that, and also to work on something that I was passionate about, like that, that was the, the, the benefit and positive things that came out of it. What I think was a challenge at that time was really understanding like, okay, what what is the Diamond Campaign and what is its legacy going to be? Because I think like it's it's great to have it as an organization while I'm on campus. But then when I leave campus, what what is this going to become? And so the first challenge was me leaving campus and um entrusting the people that were on my executive board to run and implement programs. But but it it ended up not working out with um I, I think it maybe lasted for maybe a year a year-ish, year and a half, maybe, after I graduated. But shortly after I graduated, um, it you know it just kind of dissolved on Georgia Tech campus. And so for me, that was when I kind of had to look at myself and say, okay, one, is the Diamond Campaign designed, or do I want to design the Diamond Campaign to operate in a in college space? So understanding like our scope and who we really wanted to impact. Because I know we've all heard like the, the quote that says, if you, or if, maybe it's not a quote, but the idea of like, if you try to serve everybody you're serving nobody. No
0: one, right, yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, when I transitioned out of college and realized that, okay, it's not gonna be this long lasting organization that I thought it would be. I'm like, okay. Then it took me some time when I transitioned to Chicago. So I was in a new city new job just graduated college just trying to get my adult footing going so that was a summer 2018 also the same time I got my 501c3 status I really just had like I had no resources like I was so used to being on Georgia Tech's campus being able to use event space being able to leverage volunteers easily because you know everyone's just like doing school but then also like looking for leadership opportunities Mm -hmm. but when you're in like the real world people have all different schedules event spaces cost two thousand dollars for like two hours and it's just (laughs) it's not as easy to get resources and push your mission as you would hope especially if you're not connected in that city if I was in Maryland I could probably try to finesse something for free but I have no people in Chicago to help me with that that was one thing so kind of bootstrapped for the the next uh, my first year in Chicago and I ended up being able to put on an event called Celebrate You, which was like my launch in Chicago, but and it, was, it was amazing. It was in uh, April 2019, and I actually gained two team members from that event that they were really excited to help. But I think the, the next like challenge that came, and I think actually this challenge is like recurring as I think about it, but <laughs> I was trying to figure out who we wanted to impact because in college, a lot of our work had been college women and giving back to high school students by mentoring. Now I'm a, I'm out of college and I you know wanted to figure out what is the best way to drive impact and so I remember like I met with students at U Chicago to try to talk to them to see if they wanted to have like a mentoring program with the Diamond Campaign but then I also didn't have like people to actually mentor I didn't know what the mentoring would look like it, so trying to reimagine all the programming was super like hard and and just trying to find my footing, right? And so then with my team members that I got from Celebrate You, we took like the latter half of 2019 to really focus on our strategic plan, build out our business model, um, understand how it is that we want to drive impact and also who, so what is the scope of our impact? And from there, my teammates really, I think, helped me drive that ultimate decision of us wanting to focus on women or Black women ages 21 to 29. Um, and another thing, too, before, so it used to be women of color. We were trying to think, is it, is it all women? Like, is it just women of color, is it Black women? So like narrowing it down to Black women ages 21 to 29, that was another big misstep, or not misstep, but like thing that we had to work through. And then it was a challenge for us to try to figure out who would resonate. Um, and then also I think now the the challenge that I'm kind of working through for myself is just how to be an effective leader. I'm naturally a type B person. Um, I, I feel like I sometimes might like come across as like type A because I'm doing all these things. But my head, like my, I'm not like the most organized, right? And like my team members would know that about me. Um, but for me, it's trying to ensure that the working style and the culture I'm creating in my team now that I have is like very strong. And also it empowers them to do work that, they, that they're passionate about um, through like marketing or communications, but then also with our mission because it is a volunteer role. So I don't want to burden people with work that they don't want to do and then burn them out and then I have no team. So there's been so many different transitions. I was so, to wrap out, I just feel like I just rambled, but one, identifying scope, two, um, kind of transitioning from Georgia Tech to Chicago, and then three, understanding how to effectively manage and uh, lead a team of like volunteer uh, people to help fulfill the mission.
0: I love this because I think that this is where people get this is where people quit, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? When you start having to especially if you thought you had something and then it evolves and grows into something else and I feel mm-hmm. like that happens a lot. Like we step out and we do stuff but we don't we don't know the full vision of it. We just know, you know, what we were instructed to do and so it begins to morph and evolve and I know for me as an entrepreneur it has like, you know, sometimes you got to revamp that a couple of times. You got to figure out like, all right, well, who really has this need? And what am I really solving? And what problem am I really, um, yeah, what problem am I really solving? And for who? And how? And all these different things. And those are the tough questions, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Because then sometimes too, what you want to do is not necessarily what is needed. Right, right. You got to figure out how to like, yeah. make it still a part of your passion and a part of your purpose, but actually meeting meeting the needs that um, that are there. And yeah. so I love that you went through that whole process, because I think that that is a space where a lot of people just like tap out. They're like.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. Like it, it, and I feel like it gets so, because if you look at it and I look back, I'm like, wow, it's really been six years of me doing some type of form of the diamond campaign. Like it's crazy. And even for me, I feel like right now we have a lot of momentum, but I didn't always feel like this. Like in 2019, or or sorry, beginning, I'll say end of 2019, beginning of 2020. And especially when COVID started in March, I really was like, like, I, I didn't have the spark that I had for the diamond campaign anymore. And I think it's very important to call out that like, sometimes you're gonna ebb and flow in terms of like, how inspired you feel but when you aren't feeling inspired in the work you're doing you have to like kind of sit back one understand why you started but then also think about like what is it that you're not doing that you may have done before or that you want to do that would kind of reinvigorate that spark for the diamond campaign and that's honestly in all aspects of life you know friendships relationships whatever like what what is it that's going to reinvigorate this because at one point I was very like into this and I wanted it to work and I still do, but it just, I just didn't feel like I was getting a stride with the diamond campaign. But right now I really feel like, you know we have the resources to do what we want to do. We we're building our community We're there's so many things that are happening that I feel like in a very good place with where we're at, so.
0: Yeah, and if you would have given up you would have never made it. You would have never made it to that space. And then the other thing I love is that, so I have my master's in organizational leadership. And Mm -hmm. I think when you go from solopreneur Um, where you're just kind of like doing things on your own, or maybe having a little bit here, a little bit there, but now you have to build a team. And so Mm -hmm. now you're going into a whole different aspect of leadership. And especially when you're on in that volunteer space, right? So now it's like, it's not just it. Yes, it is about the cause. It is about everybody aligning with the cause. But I also very much have to be concerned with each individual's personal motivation and Mm -hmm. making sure that I'm meeting that, you know, in order to keep them engaged and to keep them motivated. And so it's like a a whole nother um, level that comes into play. And so I'm glad that you mentioned that because I think that people, they don't really understand, like entrepreneurship is a whole nother space than Mm -hmm. like your nine to five and how you have to wear a lot of different hats. But at the same time, you have to know how to delegate the things that that you're not, maybe you can do, um, but you shouldn't be doing, right? right. And, and there's somebody else in that space for you. So I love that. I think that that is a great, if anybody wanted to know, <laughs> what <laughs> it's like to yeah. be an entrepreneur and be out here pursuing goals and dreams and stuff like this is an important piece and I really really feel like from a lot of the conversations that I have and the people that I'm able to connect with this makes a difference in the people that continue forward and the mm-hmm. people that give up or let their dream go by the wayside because they they didn't really know the the challenges that you have to work through like you really just have to work through it. Yeah. And so. there's
1: oftentimes no blueprint too. Sorry, I no. didn't ask the question, but there's no blueprint for, especially if you're trying to create something fresh and new and, and you see a vision, but sometimes like everyone else doesn't see it how you see it. And so trying to get other people to, trying to influence other people in a way that helps them understand what you see, because ev- everyone is gifted with some vision that no one else can see and no one else right. can go after. So yeah, there's no blueprint. Just got to make it work.
0: This makes me want to ask you, I want to ask you what lessons you have learned, but I, then I want to kind of ask a specific lesson or to see if you struggle with this thing where you kind of because there's no blueprint right and you've been at it for a while right and then you get to that place where you're just like man i just want to get this thing right like i just like somebody tell me what to do and then you start finding yourself like all right well let me veer over here this person is doing it this way and let me veer over here because this person looks like they're successful let me veer over here maybe i should be doing this but like what was your blueprint because i want to follow that because i want to just get this right already and I know for me, I've, I've definitely experienced that. And, and what got more recently this year was just kind of like, I didn't ask you to do that. I didn't ask you to do that. And I didn't ask you to do that. Um, but you are doing those things because you're looking for success in the ways that other people have obtained it. And I've called you to a different mm-hmm. path. And so I really need mm-hmm. you to do this. So have you, okay, so two parts, what lessons have you learned and have you been in that space where you're just kind of like, what am I doing?
1: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. So lessons, I'm I'm trying to think. um, First I'll say, we kind of touched on this but just knowing your why, like knowing what it, why you're doing what you're doing point blank period, like that's important. I think everyone knows that 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 is so important, especially in the nonprofit space or any like social enterprise type of space. Um, But then also what you mentioned about not comparing yourself to others or to the success of other organizations who might be doing similar work. Like, well, one, there's a lane for everybody. Like everybody can win. There are not as many people out here doing the work that's necessary as we think. So the work that we're doing is so important. Um, So I think compare, like, stripping your mind of you know, trying to imitate what another org is doing, what another group is doing, and really trying to be creative and think about how you can meet a need in a unique way, because that's how people start coming back to you. Um, another thing that I'll say I'm learning is the importance of establishing like goals and then an objectives to reach those goals, because, it's hard to measure success when you don't know what you're actually trying to achieve. And if you have things written out and you have like, you know, you have your overall goals, but then you have actual objectives that you can do to achieve those, that kind of changes the game as well. Um, And I just, I think the the point around like leadership and leading a team of volunteers, I've just been learning, I feel like recently, I've just been learning so much about that. And it's something that as I go into 2021 is going to be so important for me to like just perfect as much as possible and to keep your team at the like heart of every decision you make because like they're the ones that are helping you build a vision that you have. And like that's invaluable, honestly. So their work and them pouring into you and your vision just means everything. And so showing that appreciation is, is important. Um, I'm trying to think if they're, Oh, and also like narrowing your scope. We talked about this earlier, but figuring out your niche and figuring out ways to address them and meet them where they are to drive that unique value, very important. Something that we are trying to crack in 2021 to make sure that we're building our community in our uh, target area. But I think those are those are like some... some things that I've learned I'm trying to think if I have any other other ones
0: but I'm I'm sitting back I feel like okay I feel like a mom or something (laughs) a proud mom because I'm like I'm like I'm so happy that like you're identifying these things even like culture even like um goal setting and understanding the niche understanding the importance of really understanding or really taking time to break down that strategy really taking time to figure out what your what diamond campaign is going to look like here for you guys um I think that like I'm so excited for what you guys are doing and it it makes me want to um I feel like not only did you learn through the process of even your own self-worth and going through those four cuts in Mm -hmm. the diamond campaign, but you're also learning and growing in this journey as you're doing this nonprofit. And so I wanted to ask you, because I feel like people who are going to be listening to this um, it's just good for you to be able to put out there, like what your high level goals are, like what you maybe not ultimately want to do, or at least for the vision that you have for right now, what are your high level goals for diamond campaign? Cause I'm believing that, you know, people that are hearing this and seeing this, they're like, Oh, how can I help her? How can (laughs) I jump on board? And so I really love for you to just share like your dreams and your vision for, um, the campaign.
1: Yes, absolutely. So I'll say at a very high level to start, you know, when we think about like five years, seven, 10 years down the line, we really want the Diamond Campaign to be kind of like the the organization that first comes to mind when Black women are looking to one, develop themselves, but then also find community um, and resources that allow for them to be the best version of who they are. And I think a lot of times my team we talk about that the fact that our community is our resource because there's so much power within the people in the Diamond Campaign and um, the, the people we're able to bring in as resources and speakers. So that's that's like the high level thing, right? And, and I envision that being something that is across the United States, shoot, maybe even across the globe. You never know how far yes. it can reach, right? Like let's <laughs> let's speak all the big things into existence, but. So that's, the, that's high level. Um, and I think our, our ultimate vision, as we mentioned before, is just that we create a culture and community within Black women where we are enough in ourselves to empower each other and uplift each other. Because we are oftentimes forgotten about. We are oftentimes passed away. We never get the opportunities that everyone else gets. So how can we be that for each other? Um, and then in terms of like tactically, like how people can get involved and like help, so the first thing is we are actively trying to grow our community um, of diamonds, as we call them. <laughs> yes, <year>. yes. <laughs> shine bright like a diamond. Okay, <laughs> let me stop. Um, we're actively trying to grow our community of diamonds this year in 2021. So we're going to be having um, at least quarterly events that people can attend. So make sure to go on our website, uh, www thediamondcampaign.org and register to our newsletter to make sure you're in the know of when we uh, release those. You can also follow us on Instagram at the diamond campaign spelled out. Um, And then also we are going to have some like large fundraising goals for this upcoming year. And so if you are, whether you're an individual donor, whether you work for a corporation that's willing to sponsor or work with us, um, or just a small business that wants to collaborate we are more than willing to to partner we are just really looking for opportunities to get our awareness up and increase awareness of, across our target demographic but then also to tell the world how amazing black women are and the incredible things we're doing so um that those are like the couple of areas that i think high level where we're looking to go and then tactically how people can get involved
0: I love it. I, I love it all. I'm like, I'm 10 years from now, I'll be like, I had an interview with her. Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> I appreciate it. And
0: yeah, I'm a diamond so now. <laughs> Oh,
1: yes. Yes, you are. Of course.
0: <laughs> oh, but I, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed this. And I think. Um, I've enjoyed it for so many different reasons, not just because of the cause. And I think that the cause is um, so, so important. And it's going to sew in and change the impact and the trajectory of the lives of women. And And I don't think that people realize just how powerful it is to know yourself and to love yourself mm-hmm. and um, the confidence and the strength that it gives you to fully even walk in the things that you've been called to do and so now you have um individuals who value themselves and and when I think of the diamond I think of like you know it's a hard piece of of jewelry right and so um but then the diamond like if it's hit correctly with light it sparkles and so like if you have your foundation like you really know who you are and you're you're solid in that then, when the right alignment happens and when God opens up those doors, it is going to shine and impact so many other people. And, and I envision that. I always say, um, I say, when passion meets purpose, great things happen.
1: Mm-hmm. And for
0: me, passion is like the, the gifts and the things that you love to do that fulfill you. But purpose is the way that you allow those gifts and those things to impact and influence the people around you, right? And so, I just see that as like, you know, once you become a diamond, like it's on, right?
1: It, it's on. <laughs> it's, and also, you know, people always say like, and not people always say this is actually science, but like how pressure makes diamonds. And I feel like Black women in general have been under so much, like carry so much weight, whether it's been passed down to us or whether it's experiences we've had. And so being able to realize that all those experiences, while they might not have been pleasant. They all kind of aid in allowing us to get on like the right direction and ultimately be that much better of a person. So plus one to what you said.
0: Yeah, I love it. Guys, so if you're listening, I definitely want you to reach out to Kendall, um, visit her at the Diamond campaign and just see what she's doing and any ways that you can possibly support. So before we go, Kendall, is there any last words that you want to leave everybody? No,
1: I just wanna say, well, one, thank you to you for having me, but for everyone listening. Just really take some time to understand what it is that's important to you and and how the things that you're doing currently align with that. And if you realize that there's a gap of the work that you're doing and what you feel like is your purpose, understand how you can just try to narrow that in so that you can ultimately walk in that purpose. And we had an event recently called Worth the Risk where we talked to people who had taken risks in their lives to ultimately get on a path towards their purpose. And one of the speakers, Casey Brown, mentioned that when you are operating in your purpose and when you're in alignment, the universe blesses you abundantly, right? And so things are going to start flowing to you so naturally. You're going to be like, where did this grant come from? Where did all these customers come from? Like, where are these connections coming from? And I feel like right now, this is the most in alignment I've felt in a long time just because of a lot of the the signs that I've just been getting from whether it's grants or whether it's meeting people like you or whether it's just anything, right? And so I think it's just very important to kind of close the gap between where you are and where you know in your heart you should be because then you'll be blessed abundantly. It might take a long time. Like I've been at this for six years but um, it ultimately will be worth it. So
0: that's uh, my my parting words. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And so I just want to, again, encourage everyone that if you love this episode, please share it there. If there's someone else that you absolutely know that they're a diamond and they don't know it, you know, and and if there's someone that is a diamond and does know it and wants to sew into someone else's life, um, please share this episode with them so they know how to get in contact with Kendall. So thank you so much, Kendall, for being on Boss Ladies Connect. It's been a pleasure. And um, yeah, I just, I just, I'm excited about the things to come.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad we connected on Clubhouse. And (laughs) now (laughs) this is great. I love what you're doing. And obviously it's in the spirit of, of uplifting and highlighting women who are doing great things. So honored to have been a part of this episode.
0: Ladies, did you enjoy that episode or what? Did this episode speak to you in some kind of way? I would absolutely love to hear about it. Y'all know it does my heart good when you subscribe and you share this podcast with someone else that you know can absolutely benefit from it. Y'all, we are out here connecting, walking in our purpose and encouraging each other along the way. I love meeting with you every week and I'd love to stay further connected be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tisha underscore talks and to visit my website, www.tishatalks.org. You'll find the podcast, you'll find other videos and you'll find other courses and classes and workshops, conferences, the list goes on and on to the things that we are currently doing so that we can further connect beyond this weekly podcast. So ladies, without further ado, I want you guys to walk, fully in everything that you've been called to. Align your passion with your purpose and go out there and get everything that has your name on it. Talk to you later.